Welcome to Next Gen Video Game Theory by Nick Awesome. As always, guys, please make sure you click subscribe for more theories about video games and the future of it. Let's get started. Welcome back to Next Gen Gaming Theory by Nick Awesome. Today we're just going to talk about some awesome stuff, of course, and that's just how I roll. But we're going to talk about the next generation of systems like the PlayStation 5. What is it going to really be come down to? We got some great technology that's in these systems, and we're going to see a tremendous amount of grab when it comes to these but are they going to really be able to game in 4k and i just don't think that's going to be the case they're not going to have that native 4k the hardware is just not there it's going to kind of be a fake 4k and it's a problem and we've hit this point where the ps5 just can't do that from what we can tell I'm really hoping that is the case in the future, that it is going to be able to hit those 4K rates. We really won't know until the system's released. But 4K is a big issue for a lot of people because it really allows that graphics fidelity. Additionally, it's going to help with the TVs and the selling of t television when it comes to 4K, HDR, and other technologies that are going to be implemented when it comes to the PS5. So we got to really try to see what's going to happen here when it comes to just the general growth of 4k with the ps5 is it going to be able to run the 4k with the specs that it currently has uh, definitely a high powered pc can no problems but to run games natively at 60 frames per second in 4k i know a lot of people and they're really big into those frames per second they may have to knock those frames down just to achieve those speeds and that graphics fidelity it is going to be a very powerful system. However, I don't think it's going to hit the 4K mark. Now, I could be wrong. It's really tough to tell this at this time. This will be fun to come back and visit this podcast after the fact when these systems are out. But I do think 4K is going to be a problem from a hardware perspective, as it may not have enough RAM, it may not have the right video, and it may not have the right CPCU to really pull that back through. However, that solid-state drive may for that performance with an optimized system that we see a lot of times and that's going to help tremendously when we see this go into the market but they're going to probably sell that this thing can can run at 4k and i don't we'll just have to see what happens people now the system will have some great technology i think vr the potential is definitely there to be running at higher resolutions with higher graphics fidelity and i think this is really going to take off that vr technology if playstation chooses to go ahead and present this i would assume they're going to release some kind of vr technology shortly near the the time that this comes out because the vr technology is really something that can bring that extra touch to a system and while and it's something that microsoft has not decided has decided not to pursue and which is interesting because vr is really the future when you really think about it and then playstation is going to be in a great position when that finally takes off and those systems get a lot a little bit less clunky to take that on and that'll be neat to see those fans turn and take it to that next level of next generation so I want to take a brief 
break for a break for my sponsor. So we'll keep going after this short break. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thank you for uh, that break there for the sponsor. And as always, please click subscribe to this podcast. It is going to be many more episodes. They're all on the line, ready for your viewing pleasure. So as we kind of see here, the VR capabilities of the PS5 is going to be through the roof, even in comparison to the PS Pro right now. And I really am excited to see where this goes. I think I may end up purchasing a VR if they release it, especially if they can get it wireless, which I don't see happening, but I do think they're going to be able to make the VR system a little bit smaller and even maybe pull a 4K screen in there. Uh, potentially that can really bring in maybe going to a movie theater type experience. So for instance, the VR system could have you go into a movie theater, watch a movie in very high HD and where you can look around and it seems like you're actually there. And I've not seen this done. I've seen Samsung try this a few times and I don't think it was really there, but I think if they could perfect it to where you can't see those pixels anymore in the virtual reality world, this is something that will take that next step when it comes to the future of gaming. And that's going to be a really exciting thing to see as we continue on up those steps and anytime you turn on a light like that, it really provides that experience. And it's really been done well by PlayStation. They're one of the few companies that's really taken off this VR platform. And with the power to run the system, I think we, the system may not be able to do 4K natively at 60 frames, 120 frames per second, but it will be able to do VR very well based upon how that technology develops in a highly optimized system that PlayStation has endorsed for many years and will continue to endorse for the PS5. So very excited to see what is made of this and how that will kind of continue on in the future so that technology will continue to grow and um, there's so much they can do with the vr technology they really haven't compounded on a triple a titles it still seems like it's short games from here and there and i think a lot of that has to do sure you have your skyrim vr and stuff like that and doom vr but we haven't really seen just a all-out assault triple a developers on the virtual reality technology and i think that kind of does hurt vr in aspects so i'd like to see as this hardware technology will reach that point in this next generation where we can start seeing the takeoff of virtual reality and where that's going to go but that 4k hardware is just not going to be reached on the screen, but VR is definitely something that can occur. So as always, guys, I don't want to just talk about the 4K capabilities and how it's probably not going to be able to run 4K in the aspect that you're going to see or normally see. They're going to probably have to do a little bit of cheating to get games at 4K or maybe just a little bit under, and that's fine. I mean, your eyes cannot really tell don't tell that to a PC gamer or hardcore. There's probably one here who's probably just like, oh, what are you talking about? But you probably have a point too. But I just want to say that your eyes really can't tell, especially if you turn on uh, things like anti-aliasing, which will smooth over those edges, which that is most likely how they're going to kind of cheat there is they're going to turn on those uh, filters that are going to kind of trick your eyes into thinking it is 4K and you're not going to really notice. There's a lot of things they can do with gaming when it comes to tricking 
what you're seeing. And that's the neat part of gaming. They've, they've come so far in being able to do that. One of the things I do see, you know, to get to that hardware level and not take up as much virtual RAM and virtual memory from the PS5 perspective is they'll have a developer will create a scene and that scene doesn't exist until that your character actually turns. So let's say if it's a first person shooter or if it's third person, anything behind you hasn't been fully uh, rendered as of yet. And that's kind of some new technologies that really allow you to push the performance of games and allow for even more graphical performance measures that can re reach the quality of graphics that we're going to be seeing in next generation. So they got a lot up their sleeves that they're going to try to do when it comes to creating an experience for a lot of people. And I'm really excited about what that experience will actually be, but we have so much here that can be done and it's going to really change a lot of stuff from the next generation perspective and taking what we want from a gaming system into that ultra level of graphics that we see on par with high performance PCs. And really this is going to be the cheapest option that you really have when it comes to any system or when in the PS5 aspect. So that cheaper option is going to make a difference and probably that 500 to 450 price point. I have, it hasn't been released as of yet. I'm not sure when you guys are going to listen to this, but my guess is they're going to hit a $500 price point, maybe 499. And that seems to be a pretty sweet spot for the PS5. So I, that's 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 a spot where I'd be willing to buy it. If they go above that, then it's going to hinder even me from wanting to buy this system at the launch day. So that's kind of what they're going to be going against. Plus, Xbox has a very high-powered system too. And they're offering a lot of different stuff with their passes and kind of giving you a really good deal on that side of things. So a lot with the PS5 coming this way. We'll have to see how this develops in the future of gaming. As always, guys, that concludes this podcast episode. Please click subscribe to this podcast if you like it. And, of course, your likes are the number one thing that you can do that can help me. So please make sure you like this podcast. There will be many more future theories uh, in regards to next-generation gaming on Next Gen Future Theories by Nick Awesome. And I will talk to you guys soon because I really want to pump these out. I'm excited. Mm -hmm.